You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Inside Purple and Gold. It was always going to be like this, Tom. Like it was never, mm-hmm. they were never going to, I know he had 10 sacks last year. Um, I know he looked, you know, like he had rediscovered um, kind of the dominance that he, that we used yeah. to kind of see when he was with the Packers. He also fell off a cliff for the final eight weeks of the season, dealt with a lot mm-hmm. of injuries and tweeted that he was gone. Like in March, like tweeted a goodbye. The Vikings had no leverage. The fact that they got any draft picks, um, is honestly a win. Um, it's not like they were ever going to get this second, third round pick that I think some people, you know, immediately let their minds go to when they thought about trading Darius Smith. Yeah. He also had sold his house. I think, you know, there was, there was yeah, some sold his house in February, put tweet, tweeted the goodbye in March. And then by yeah. May, he started, so. Yeah, it would have been very funny, like living at a hotel, having already isolated his teammates. I don't, you know what I mean? That's why they don't have leverage. Um, I think the, uh, uh, I mean, I he was he did look like that force, as you said, in the first half of the season. There's also kind of the necessity, right? If you're gonna if you're gonna kind of enable Daniel Hunter, you have to have someone on the other side um, to attract attention. There was also this excitement that I think he took kind of a pay cut, right, to come to Minnesota because he mm-hmm. wanted to play Green Bay twice a year. And I think that's going to rile up any fan base, right? The guy who could get off after Rodgers last year, guy who's, you know, going into those games with a head of steam. Um, and, like, he was a fun personality. But it became clear, right, that, you know, this guy's wrong side of 30 had some knee issues. It just seemed like lingering in- injuries, right? I mean, everyone's kind of playing through something, yeah. but lingering injuries that limited him. It's a smart trade by the Browns. Again, like I guess the only reason why you'd think they you'd get anything out of this trade is that someone else is going to take that risk too. The fact that he has kind of a pedigree, right? A veteran pass rusher, always a need for for someone. Every team will look at it, right? And their medical staff will go, "Hey, we can, you know, we can limit his snaps so that he's fresh." Uh, the coaches can say, "Hey, you know, he has a lot of instincts, and that like um, he'll be an influence on the young players. Still knows how to get after the quarterback." I wouldn't be shocked if he's productive. I think it's kind of in that Thielen range right, where it's like, he'll give you something, right? And someone's going to get upset because um, because the guy will be productive in the first year away. But like Zedaria Smith was no never a long-term plan, right? I mean, at, at some point, they're going to need to find another Daniel Hunter here. Um, yeah. uh, and, uh, and yeah, I just, you know, it felt less tenable than Cook, right? Cook, it seemed like always wanted to stay. It was more like, is Quasier is anyone kind of new GM going to come in and want that contract? Because we know a, the, the Vikings are pressed against the cap. They have a lot of like cousins money rolling in the future. And like um, most teams won't spend at the running back position. Zadarius Smith was tougher because that actually was a great contract, right? I mean, this is why yes. he was upset, but, it, but that's a premium position that you spend on. It's not quite quarterback, but it's, it's up there. Um, and so it's, it's unfortunate in the sense that I get why people are upset. Right. And I think the initial action is correct in a vacuum, but I think you put the context around it. Well, like God sold his house. He had already really? said goodbye. He's not happy with his contract. And honestly, I just don't know how much the Vikings can afford to have a player with injury history, not maximize that contract because of where they're at. Right. Because of the Davenport move and because of just like they're in cap hell and all this stuff. So, um, <clears throat> 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I, I think I've been honestly. I think you could have gotten a similar return in the draft. I know it sounds funny, but like it would have come off as better because in that like intermission period between when they took Addison and you know when they took Blackman or whoever the next pick was, like there was such a gap in picks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're going, I think, from 23 to 101, and like I don't know how much a trade down satiates anyone it would have felt better if like somewhere in the middle there, even though you're right, you're probably not getting a second and third round pick. Like you're like, Hey, we're, we're getting picks here. We're going to select more players. And like, we got picks for the future. I actually think it comes off better if it's in the draft. I think the problem is it comes in this dead period on a Friday and people kind of look and go, okay. You know, and I get the response. You're totally right. Like the instant gratification of, Oh, we just traded to Darius Smith. We get to pick right now. As opposed to we got a fifth round pick in 24 and a fifth round pick in 25. Like I, I can see why that feels underwhelming, but, but yes, like you're right that the context matters. Uh, the fact that he had sold his house, tweeted goodbye to, to, to this to school nation or whatever he called it. Yeah. Um, and not to mention the Vikings had already signed Marcus Davenport at that point, his yeah. presumed replacement. So they were planning for life after Zadarius. Uh, they were never going to restructure his deal because they found value in that contract. There's no reason to restructure mm-hmm. that. Um, he's older. He's aging. He's has an injury history. Um, I, I understand both sides. I understand Zadarius saying I'm 30. I, I need more money. Like mm-hmm. I have a finite amount of time to make money. And I just had a productive season um, in a vacuum. Like if you really go back and look, he was amazing for nine weeks and horrible for eight weeks. Yeah. Um, he was one of the best players in the league as far from a pass rushing perspective in route to getting nine and a half sacks through the for, for weeks one through 10 and then weeks 11 through 18 um, half a sack total. So mm-hmm. uh, I can see why the Vikings are saying, you know, if you want to play on this contract, yeah, well, of course you can. Um, it's a good valued contract. If you want more money, um, we don't have to release you. Um, that was kind of, I think their le- their only leverage play like, Oh, he's under contract. We'll you know, we'll keep him. Um, but I think it was always headed towards a trade. Um, and then obviously now it, now it has, has happened. I, I think the money savings and, and those numbers are like still kind of out in the ether. Like we, we don't know how much money they've saved. I, I know the Vikings, the, the reports out of Cleveland are, they took on a little bit of money in the trade itself. So it's not like they just get to dump um, yeah. whatever cap hit he has. I think they're going to retain a little bit of, of cap hit on their end. Um, but they will save money. They will be able to now fit a guy like Jordan Addison. Um, he still remains unsigned, I think, largely because they're pinching pennies still. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> they'll they'll be able to sign Jordan Addison. I, I think they'll be able to sign Dwayne McBride, I think, is the other draft pick who, who hasn't signed yet. Um, I, I also think it pretty much guarantees that at some point they're going to figure out something with Daniil. Um, yeah, yeah. Because you're not just letting – Zadarius walk away, Daniil walk away. And then while I think Marcus Davenport has potential, like he has not productively proved himself um, much over the past two years. 
Um, and, and I think with Flores, um, you, you want to put him in a position to succeed right away. And in order to do that, I think you need to lock up Daniel Hunter. Um, they kind of had like opposite seasons of each other. When you look at Daniel Hunter and Zadarius Smith, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Daniel Hunter started off super slow last year, closed really strongly. Zadarius Smith started off very strongly, closed very, very quietly. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think something will get worked out with Daniel at some point um, here because largely because of, of what's happened with Zadarius.